0: welcome to the anchor podcast i'm jeremy berg a pastor professor and writer and this is where i try to offer some jesus-shaped wisdom and biblical perspectives to help keep us anchored in christ and his vision for a better world you'll find many more resources at the kingdom harbor website at jeremyberg.org now let's drop anchor and get into today's episode Well, hey friends, it's Jeremy here and uh, funny story. So the other day I sat down and I I recorded about two hours worth of episodes. And um, I was a machine, I was on a mission, I was inspired. I think it came out okay. But as I was wrapping up my recording session, I looked and realized I forgot to plug in my fancy podcasting microphone. So, friends, for the next few episodes, um, at least the ones pertaining to the Spirit on the Water sermon series, you will not get to enjoy my deep, sultry, smooth, vanilla voice. You will have the tinnier sound of a MacBook Pro from a distance. So my apologies, but nevertheless, enjoy this episode. Welcome back. We're dipping back into our summer series, Spirit on the Water. And today I want to go to a very fascinating story. And it's another story that involves crossing the Jordan, but this time with a bit more style, if we might say. So let me ask you a question Have you heard of that runaway best selling book from a decade or more ago called Tuesdays with Maury? It's a great book about a a man who uh, gets reconnected with his his favorite college professor. Now, as he's a a middle aged uh, businessman, and he's kind of running into some troubles and has some uh, priority issues. And anyways, he he gets reconnected with Maury, and Maury begins is this wonderful mentor who just pours out wisdom into his disciple, while Mori is uh, slowly dying, and uh, and it's this touching story where uh, where a young protege sits by the bedside of an aging sage, swapping or receiving wisdom. We have a similar uh, picture of mentorship in the relationship of Elijah and Elisha. Many of you know the story, but in 2 uh, Kings chapter 2, we pick up the story today, and let me read just the golden verse. And I'm reading from the message today. I love uh, Eugene Peterson's way he puts this story. So, um, before Elijah's taken up from him, he's not dying so much as he's mysteriously going to be disappearing in a chariot of fire, so we'll leave that uh, aside. But picture an aging sage sharing his last moments with his disciple. He turns to the young man and says, what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? Ask anything. Elisha said, your life repeated in my life. I want to be a holy man just like you. Oh, I love that. Your life repeated in my life. That is the gift of mentorship, discipleship. Do you have someone in your life whose life you want to somehow download and make operative in your own? Whose habits and values, whose character and life you want to aspire to imitate? Well, in this story, At the beginning of the account, we see how disciples keep their eyes fixed on the master. That's the first thing we need to grab onto. So, it's a humorous story where where, uh, the master, Elijah, says, hey, Elisha, I have to go run an errand over here. I'll be back. Elisha refuses, he says, not on your life. I'm not letting you out of my sight. And this is repeated three times. I have to go to Jericho, not on your life. I'm not letting you out of my sight. A little bit later, Elisha, I have to go to the Jordan. I'll be back. Wait here. Not on your life. I'm not letting you out of my sight. And that is the invitation to uh, fix our eyes on some um, character, someone of character, and to just watch and observe the way they parent, the way they love their spouse, the way they budget their money, the way they handle hardship, and so on. Keep our eyes fixed on them. And at the end of this story, we see uh, just before Elisha receives a double dose of Elijah's powerful spirit for his own life and ministry, He's told that uh, the only way you'll get this request, a double portion of my spirit, Elijah says, if you're watching when I'm taken from you, you'll get it. You will get what you asked for, but only if you're watching. Again, there's this invitation to: If you watch me until the very end, you will get this gift, this blessing of my spirit. And I think that's an invitation to, to realize that, Most spiritual fathers and mothers in our lives, they show us how to be faithful to God all the way to their last breath. They don't just show us how to live well, they show us how to die well, to end in a way that honors God and inspires others. So first, keep our eyes fixed on the master. Secondly, I wanna point out What's the significance of these three places Elijah's going off to and Elisha insists on following him to? Now I'm going to indulge in a little bit of Jewish midrash. Uh, midrash is a way of reading scripture that, uh, that probes for deeper spiritual truths embedded in a story that, uh, maybe the primary meeting didn't have. And so, uh, But I was reading the story and Elijah needs to run off to uh, three places, Bethel, Jericho, and the Jordan. And Elisha insists on going with him to all three of these places. And so I asked the question, what is the significance of these three places? And what what might be the lessons that Elisha will learn from Elijah in going there with the teacher, the master. Well, what happened at Bethel? Well, Bethel is a place where Jacob, who felt God had abandoned him and felt alone. It's where he had the vision of this ladder from heaven coming down and the angels going up and down on it. And where he wakes up from this Dream and he says, Holy moly, God was in this place all along. This is the very house of God, and I didn't know it. Yes, mentors, godly, spiritual mothers, and fathers help us learn to see God always with us, even in the most ordinary places when He seems absent. We need those people to help us wake up to the presence of God with us in all circumstances. How about Jericho, the next place he goes? Jericho, of course, we know what happens at Jericho. It's the place where the walls come tumbling down. It's the place where God goes before Israel in the army, and they learn that God will fight our battles for us. And that we need to trust God's power to bring down walls that have been erected, strongholds in our life that need to come down. Don't we need someone in our life to teach us to trust God's power and not our own to fight life's battles? What a gift. And the third place they go is the Jordan. And it's at the Jordan, of course, Last time we found that that that's where the Israelites entered in, crossed over into the promised land of a more abundant life and a new identity as God's children and a new inheritance as the royal children of the king. So if there's one thing mentors, good spiritual leaders, counselors do, it's they help us to learn how to live into our new identity to receive and live out of our new inheritance, to stop living in a mindset of scarcity, to live as children of the King. These are three places that mentors take us to, three lessons we need to learn. Well, next time we will look at two more lessons from the waters of mentorship here in this fascinating story. So we'll see you next time. God bless you.